1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to week 13 game previews, offensive points. Guys, we love this. We love putting these game previews together for you. And as always, I'm with Josh. I'm with Billy. And we're going to talk all kinds of game previews for you. Josh, Billy, what's up? We're fucking here, man.
2: Joe's back. We got three people. You know, that that means we get to talk about individual positions. It's not just one of us rambling about each team, which we do a great job doing. But we got a little bit more functionality here so without further ado it's a, it's
0: a structure you know it's a nice structure we have when we have the nice three, the three-man it's, weave
2: yeah so i'm gonna go ahead and let's just talk about the first game uh we got miami at san francisco uh this is a great slate of games all around by the way uh miami at san francisco at Levi stadium on, and on sunday at three o'clock um who's got the quarterbacks who's talking
0: qbs here it would be me, and this is the uh, vaunted matchup of Jimmy G versus Tua Tunga Viola. Um, they're both having fantastic seasons. They're both going to be usable in this game. I think it's going to be a boat race. It's going to be Shanahan versus McDaniels. They're both going to try to be, you know, I mean, you know, kids, cover your ears. It's going to be a dick measuring contest, see who was better and more useful with their offenses that they both created. So, I think everybody, at least tight end and quarterback-wise, are usable in this. Even I'm talking about Gasicki. Um, I think McDaniels would love for Gasicki to have a better game than Kittle. Just I don't know. I just think it's going to be kind of a fun, lighthearted game, You know, not among them because they're going to be trying to win. But between the audience, we get to see these guys try to flex their offense as being the right and more correct and better one.
1: So it's a penis showing contest. Got it. Tell me yep. when I'll get the tape measure out. Say, say when? You're going to need it on Sunday. <laughs> say when.
2: I'm tired of these games, good games being at 3 o'clock. I'm not going to lie. I, I always usually take a nap at 3 o'clock. No, that's Can't my do that. time, too. It's rough.
1: Get a lot of beer in me, torn. and then I sleep. That's great. Anyway, uh, Joe, you want to talk about some running backs? Yeah. Guys, uh most of your mayor were not playing this one. It seemed like McDaniel kind of hinted that he was going to play. Um, But Wilson should handle most of the load anyway. The 49ers are a nasty matchup for running backs. Still, Wilson is an RB2 for me this week, and he's playing on that strong Miami offense, so we're starting all of them if we got them. Smoke them if you got them. Mitchell, rest in peace, bro. God, it Half sucks, time, man. Yeah. It sucks, dude. I feel so bad for that kid. Anyway, this is the McCaffrey Show anyway in this one. Uh, He did get dinged up last week. Uh, Jordan Mason... He's probably going to be uh, spelling him this one, but I doubt Jordan Mason's going to eat a whole lot into his work because San Francisco needs these wins. And like Billy said, it's going to be a dick measuring contest. McCaffrey gives him a far better dick measurer than I was about Mason. To say what. That's what a saying.
0: That's a,
2: saying.
1: <laughs> a measuring uh, stick.
2: Measuring stick. Yard yeah. stick. He, they got a yard stick with McCaffrey there. so um, <laughs> Maybe even a football field. Ah, yeah. All right. Anyway, yeah. um, into wide receivers contrary to what espn shows san francisco does shut down wide receivers decently well uh obviously tyree kill is matchup proof but i am tempering expectations from waddle on this game um as for san francisco you're still starting i'm sorry i should probably tell you that uh you're not going to ever sit either one of those guys we just talked about them in our last segment about how their top 12 dynasty wide receivers and they will play all the time. As for San Francisco, it's tough to trust one single player on the team, uh, although this offense is explosive, and it could be anyone's week. Fortunately for the wide receivers, this should be a high-scoring close matchup, so Debo should be set for an expanded workload, uh, especially with Jeff Wilson, or not Jeff, <laughs> ironic, um, especially with Elijah Mitchell out, uh, and Ayuk should be absolutely started this week. He is one of the most underrated players in the league and has quietly had six straight weeks in the double digits. So you're starting all the top two on each team for wide receivers.
1: I really want to put Debo in my running back thing, but I don't want to right? step on your toes there. So you could have feel free yeah. to, I'll probably all be right. talking
2: about him again. Anyway, and I'll just act like you didn't talk about him.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, man.
2: who wins this game? That's right. Miami,
0: San, uh, Miami, Miami. I got San
2: Francisco.
1: Hmm.
2: I think it's they're one of those unique defenses that they are. I think the number one defense at this point, or at least close to. Um, and I obviously I don't think they'll stop all of these people, but I think they have a better chance of stopping them
1: than Miami does of stopping San Francisco. I agree with you there. I just think Miami overpowers them offensively. You're probably right.
0: That's that's what it is. It's the overpowering offense.
1: The they can figure out a way to shut okay. down Tyreek. Let's Hill.
0: move on to game.
1: Sorry. Sorry, man. You don't want to yeah, spend five sure. minutes a game? No, you're fine. I'm just kidding. Nope. We're moving no, fast this week, guys. Right. Right. Buffalo because and New England. Games? Billy, shut up. Yes. Just trying to talk about um, teams. Buffalo is going to Gillette Stadium to play New England on Thursday night. Billy, what you got? Oh,
0: I was just saying, Josh Allen, startable. Dawson Knox, startable. Mac Jones, never in your wildest dreams. And then H- Hunter Henry, we like We can all agree. Last week, he should have scored a touchdown. Right, that was a catch. But I still am weary of starting him.
1: Yeah, it was nice he, to see him, though. We haven't seen him in so long. It's been been pretty ridiculous. I actually disagree with the Dawson
2: Knox play because I don't think I just think he's too hit or miss. I understand that the state of tight ends is rough,
1: but all right, so. Ramondre Stevenson is an absolute stud at this point. And with Damian Harris out, he gets free reign of that backfield. Buffalo has been slipping against the run, but they've kind of fixed that the last couple games. They are allowing receptions out the ass, though, and Stevenson had nine last week. So I expect a similar performance here for him. And uh, Singletary is finally being used as true number one. However, the Patriots are giving up absolutely nothing on the ground. So temper expectations for him. You're starting him. He's no more than an RB2 this week. And just monitor James Cook. He's he's starting to look kind of good there. So I wouldn't be surprised if that's a thing here in a little bit.
2: True, true, true. Um, yeah. Um, so I'm out of order, my apologies. Um, I don't I don't know at this point who really needs to hear this, but I kind of told you all about Gabe Davis. So he's just not a start week in, week out. I could be wrong uh but in a week that will ultimately have playoff implications he's sitting for me if i were to somehow have him um uh new england has one of the best pass defenses in the league you're still rolling out digs because you just can't sit him uh but there's only one real wide receiver that should really ever play week in and week out for buffalo as is the same for new england uh they will be forced to pass or uh a lot, unfortunately, uh, with you know Mac Jones. So fire up Jacoby Meyer. Uh, Amon Ra had no issues tearing up this Bills secondary. So uh, Buffalo's been pretty soft wide receivers, but it's mainly because they're du- They're up by like thirty points a game. So
1: fair enough. Buffalo, Buffalo or do you wins. think Belichick shocks him?
2: It is a division game, so I would not be shocked if they shocked him and gave him the shocker. But
1: <laughs> see what you did there. Yeah, a, it's
2: Buffalo, Buffalo for me. That, yeah, Josh Allen is going to have some problems in this game, though, and it's going to be a lot closer than people might think.
0: Yeah, I think we eventually need to start having the, the conversation about Josh Allen, but I think we're still a couple more weeks away from Is he the QB one? You know, well, actually, we'll save that for whenever we do quarterbacks, the dynasty quarterbacks rankings. That'll be next week. Sure. All right. On to game number three, that is Kansas City, a revenge game, Kansas City versus Cincinnati at Paycom Stadium, another one that they have slid into that 3 o'clock slot, which is ridiculous. But in this game, let me tell you what, guys, there is a little-known secret about these two quarterbacks. They're both startable. And the tight end, Travis Kelsey, don't know if you all have heard of him. He's 100 points ahead of the second-ranked tight end thus far this season. He's also startable in this game. Now, when we get to the Hayden Hurst of it all, that's where I am pumping the brakes slightly. Uh, Kansas City has been pretty good on tight ends this season, so I would, you know, not think that that's exactly the best play to make. But if you are hurting because tight end, you know, tight ends five and six on the season are on IR, so I get it. If you're now hurting a tight end, Hayden Hurst is, you know, a fill-in. I like
1: it. Aiden Hurst, man, he's, he's sneaky at that tight end spot. Um, so Joe Mixon's still in concussion protocol. Up in the air for Sunday. Apparently he's making good progress, though, so chances are he does suit up. Whoever is the starter, they get a middle-of-the-road matchup. The Chiefs got absolutely gassed through the air by running backs for the first half of the season, but they have clamped down a bit lately, only allowing 3.7 receptions per game since week six. So goodbye to my favorite DraftKings trick of all time for this season um Mixon is a low-end rb1 p ryan if he does get the stars a high-end rb2 in this one and then isaiah pacheco was running as the running back one he should still get it in this game the addition of gordon does not bode well for his prospects however gordon might only get a handful of work in this one even if he does go so it's all pacheco here the Bengals are a very tough matchup though so pacheco's an rb3 even though he's getting all the work be wary of trusting him um, the Bengals are starting to get beat through the air. So McKinnon is a very sneaky play for this week. If you want to throw him in a DraftKings tournament or something, I uh, actually really like that play. This game should be a shootout there. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say also the Chiefs don't usually run the ball, so we'll see no. on Pacheco. Um, I will say about Mixon, that injury, that concussion made no sense to me at all. He walked off the field no problem and then like just
1: never came back. And then it, was, now it was, was
2: one of those stupid up top wobbly calls, man. Like, he wasn't even it. wobbling. He walked off the field. Like he's just like, yeah, I'm good, man. That's fine. And then never came back.
1: See, I'd anyway. be screwed. Cause like naturally I have a caddy walk from walk- on the golf course so much. They'd be like, that dude's got a concussion. Get him the fuck out of there.
2: He's wobbling. He's wobbling. I'm a, I'm, I'm a I have very poor balance. So um anyway, into the wide receivers, everybody got burned by all the KC wide receivers last week. And I think that's kind of due to all of us. What have you been doing for us lately in, in, Uh, And that the Rams defense is just actually good. So uh, because of how good they've been playing uh, the chiefs wide receivers will be this week. Uh, They'll be fine. Just fire up Juju with confidence. Don't worry about that. Tony and MVS are a bit more situational in my opinion. Uh, They can't garner flex consideration at any given moment, but play them at your own risk. I'm not about to tell you not to or to Uh, on the other side, we should be getting Chase back. I think it's an official, but I'm not 100% sure. Please check your local listings. Uh, Chase and Higgins should have huge games against one of the worst secondaries in the NFL with this shootout. Uh, Boyd's just all-around confusing and will probably have a good game, but I can't get behind starting him after the last three four weeks, uh, so he is on the bench for me.
1: I, have the, Bengals. Wins.
2: I have the Bengals yeah. winning this game. I do too. That, and it's not because of any revenge or anything. I actually
0: had, I actually had KC. But
2: I, so my thing is the KC showed they are beatable last week and multiple weeks. They're not the team that they, if you shut down Kelsey, you shut down that team, basically. And no one's done it, but it's very yeah. possible to do it. I say it's possible and nobody's ever done it. So it's tough It's possible. <laughs> it's all right. In, into the next game. This one holds a special part of my heart right here. It's Tennessee at Philadelphia. We're at the link. We got a noon game. No more prime time for Jalen hurts for this week. At least um, we got the revenge game, the revenge game. We'll get into wide receivers in a bit. You understand what I'm talking about. If you know, you know,
0: yeah, if you know, you know, yep. Um, as far as the quarterbacks go, Jalen hurts. I'll be a starter. Don't overthink it. Uh Ryan Tannehill, I would say if you have a better option, probably maybe go for it in this one because I you know, this Eagles defense is pretty darn good. Don't know if you've heard of them, but they are pretty good against quarterbacks. So, you know, not always gonna have the best results when you're playing a quarterback against them. But Tannehill's gonna have to probably throw a lot to keep up in this game. So maybe you're gonna get lucky, like, you know, uh Jordan Love did last week. That would be your best option there. Hooper, I think, is a good start for Tennessee. He seems to be somebody that's usable in um, most of these situations for them in the throwing game. And then for the Eagles, I guess it's Grant Calcaterra, but I wouldn't start him.
2: Don't start any of them. They're not. It's not it. There's no replacement. Grant a couple weeks it. ago. One it was, target it was rough.
0: One target for Eagles tight ends last week.
1: One. It's just not them, guys. yeah all right so for running backs uh you're firing up the king and you're firing up sanders neither one has a great matchup uh but this one's pretty easy gainwell and hilliard can be used but they're very desperate plays i do want to make a note though about jordan davis because philly you absolutely could not run on philly until jordan davis went down and then you could run on philly so they tried replacing him with sue and linball joseph hasn't worked great um you guys need jordan davis back josh
2: Yeah. So the funniest thing is they (laughs) barely used Jordan Davis, but for some reason when he was just around the the stadium in a uniform, people couldn't run the ball. Like the, the snap percentages were ridiculous. It was like 30% or 40%. Like he wasn't even playing. Like they rotated him in so many times and all the linemen they have weird. I don't understand it. Um, I would be say, I would say I am actually weary of Sanders in this game. Um, I have a feeling this is going to be Jalen hurts and wide receivers because Tennessee is actually pretty good at stopping the run as well. But uh, at the same time, Sanders is going to be used at some point or another. So, and if you have them, you're pretty much starting.
1: You can't mention.
2: Yeah. You can't. Just an Absolute. Stubby, if you got four 30. running backs, like I have in one league and you're just like, Sanders is one of them. You're like, yeah, sure. I can see it. I could bench him for, you know, mixing if he's playing. Anyway, uh, AJ Brown gets to finally play the Titans first game. And you know what? Sirianni is going to just have a plan, you know, for to get him the ball in spectacular ways. Uh, Aj, there's no way they have not had conversations about this game. Um, he has had some fum- uh, some issues fumbling in back-to-back games, trying to get those extra yards. It wasn't like he wasn't holding on to the ball; he was just fighting for like five extra yards each time for no reason. But look for him to hold on to that ball like he did. Uh, Got that dog in him. He literally held to it to like two ball, two arms, like chest across the chest. Basically, he's not dropping that ball. Uh, And he is a surefire Awesome Possum play. That's right. We're doing it again. We got all three of us. It's Awesome Possum all day. Uh, And Devontae Smith is still a start and has been targeted eight to nine times in the last three games. So fire him up as well. Traylon Burks, the only real wide receiver that Tennessee has, has been playing well. But Slay will be there to prove that this was a mistake for Tennessee. So he is a sit against the Eagles secondary, even with Slay's kind of rough play lately.
1: I like Burks. I think he's going for 200.
2: I like Burks as well, but I just don't see
1: it happening. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. But
2: I got Tennessee winning this game because uh, the Eagles just aren't a good team.
1: I already wrote down Philly, so. Yeah,
0: Philly it is. Pick your team. It's funny that you do that every week, <laughs> to be honest.
2: Hey, 40 to 33, man. That wouldn't have happened if I didn't say it.
1: Fair enough. All right, Enjoy. let's hope uh, Calvin Ridley is there because they're going to be playing the slots in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas where the Chargers and the Raiders are playing Sunday at 3 p.m. Oh, uh, Billy, go for it. I almost went right into running back. <laughs> the slots with like
2: Calvin Ridley. I was like, where's he going with this? And I was like, oh,
0: shit. I'm literally just calling this. The th- This is a good game, but not necessarily for the right reasons. This is all about chaos. This game is just full of chaos so um Justin Herbert's a start obviously Gerald Everett he's been pretty usable this entire season uh Derek Carr I it's hard for me to say that he is a for sure start at quarterback going forward I know what he's done in the past I know his pedigree I wouldn't say it's a for sure thing I think he's right on that cusp line of sitting and then Foster Moreau who is actually the awesome possum tight end of the week for myself um the coach this week came out and said they want to get Foster Moreau more involved in the offense, which is the main reason that I am uh, calling him the awesome possum of the week. I think you might be able to strike while the iron's hot. I don't think this is going to be how it is going forward, but I think they have tried a lot of things in this offense, and they haven't necessarily tried the Foster Moreau you know, road yet. I don't know. Just think Foster Moreau is in for a good week.
1: I like the Foster Moreau call, man. You know who uh, who had a really good week last week? Who? This guy named Josh Jacobs. Have you heard of him? I, I think we talked about him in the offseason a little bit about how he might have a good year. <laughs> we talked about him so much in the offseason. Hopefully you got him on your team because you got a massive one out of him last week. Now, he is dealing with a calf strain. It's definitely something to monitor. After last week, he just absolutely exploded. So... Keep an eye on that. I expect him to play. Nothing has shown me otherwise. So you're definitely starting him. The Chargers cannot stop anything. So I expect this tear to continue. Uh, Eckler gets a really juicy matchup in this one. This is absolutely a game to watch because you get two really high-end RB1s in this one. And we like those games. Those are fun to watch. Really
2: do. Um, To the wide receivers, uh, Devontae Adams, when he gets the ball, for some reason, the Raiders do pretty well. Uh, Interesting, to say the least. Uh, And considering Matt Collins is the only other receiver on the team, it's Devontae Adams as the only startable wide receiver on the Raiders. And on the Chargers side, Herbert is finally playing well. And Allen, I should say great, not well. Uh, And Allen and Mike Williams are in your lineups every single time that they play. This is one of those teams that can actually field three wide receivers for fantasy rosters. Actually, four in reality, if you count Carter last week. And, And honestly, weeks prior uh, but they cannot all four be played at the same time. So let me give this give you this rundown once again. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen are always starts. But if Williams is out, both Palmer and Carter are startable in flex consideration. With Williams in, I believe it goes to Palmer. And he would get the start over Carter. It's really
1: confusing. Re listen to that if you didn't hear it right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got that
1: thirty me, no. second rewind button on your tell them to re
0: listen to it because it. I'll I'll jot that down
2: for you if you you tweet me. Don't worry.
0: Fair enough. All right. Uh,
1: This one's really hard.
2: I like the Chargers,
1: I think. Sadly,
2: I have the Chargers. I'm so sad for Las Vegas, but at the same time, maybe you should have stayed in Oakland.
1: Chargers
0: slightly is, I think, how I would say this. All right. Moving on to the battle of the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm just kidding. There's only one of the best quarterbacks in this game. The Jets versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, we have Mickey Blanco, who, by the way, you're welcome, world. We told you Mike White was the real deal. He gets in there and he throws the ball like he's freaking Joe Montana out there. And We've been calling for Joe this Montana.
2: for weeks, months,
1: and years that Mickey Blanco should be the starting quarterback. Like, I came I, out of retirement and, once I heard he was back in. There's
0: so. literally... Points of my life where I'm like I could run a football team, and it's points like this where Zach Wilson's out there struggling, struggling with these weapons to move the ball, and you got freaking Mickey Blanco out there using them like no, you know, like he's had them for years. So Mickey Blanco, obvious start this Minnesota. This is going to be a I, I think a back and a good nice back and forth game. Um, Blanco's a start, tight end wise. Probably wouldn't use the tight end for the Jets. I think we're calling it Tyler Conklin, but whatever. Um, and on the it. other, on the other side of things, Kirk Cousins start, Hawkinson start. It's going to be a bloodbath out there.
1: Yeah, Hawkinson looks really good on the scene, Billy. I have two things about the Mike White saga. Um, well, actually, mm-hmm. one thing about that, they started fucking Flacco over him originally, and he was perfectly healthy, and that drove me absolutely up a tree. I couldn't stand it. And two. If Kirk absolutely lights up this defense, you think he's going to yank Sauce's chain and wear it on the plane home? He should. Actually, he should. The bus home because they're playing at Minnesota. But
0: I think when Sauce beats Kirk, if that does happen, that he is going to reenact that video on the airplane. Guaranteed. Well, not guaranteed, but pretty sure.
2: Pretty sure. Yeah. Let's just talk about how big of Mike White stands we are. And that's Mickey Blanco, if you haven't caught on. We literally have, if we stop our camera, you literally see Mickey Blanco. On the screen, fucking dancing after a victory. I was trying to figure it out. I fucked up every button. I was like, "Well, yeah." Just saw
0: your
1: face just fly up in the screen there. It kind of threw me off. Eh, I'm sorry about that.
0: This is a pro Blanco podcast, guys. uh, Just start the man. I know it's like our goofy little thing, goofy, ha ha. No, the man is a a certified legend, and he needs to be out on the field at all times. Second to Tom Brady.
2: Minnesota's defense is trash, so.
0: Yeah, sorry. So with, without bears. Cam Dansler
2: out there, there's nobody to stop Mickey Blanco. Sorry,
0: Joe had to fall victim to the Blanco, but the Blanco gets what the Blanco wants, my friend.
1: Oh, the Blanco can beat the Bears all day. We got a better pick out of it, and I love that. <laughs> it's
0: true. You finally have a first round pick.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, we picked Fields two years ago or last year, some nope, shit. it was I don't two know. years ago. Yeah, I know. Two years ago. I know. I know. Should've. Watching the draft right. with you this year was rough. Yeah, Running back. It's really should've. sad. Running backs, uh, you're going to start Dalvin Cook. He gets a tough matchup. The Jets have been given a little bit more recently. And Michael Carter is dealing with the ankle injury, but is he's trying to play this week. Solid is trying to get him out there this week. So we really have nothing to go on with this room right now. Um, if Carter plays, he is a start. He does get a good matchup against Minnesota. Zoneman Knight and Ty Johnson are not in play if Carter does suit up. But if he does not... They are, but I still wouldn't be too confident about that because I also think that James Robinson, if Carter is out, will be playing this week. So we could just see a really nasty committee here. Uh, so Carter, if he plays, no one else if he doesn't.
2: I think it's Carter and James Robinson's backfield. I think that was an experiment last week, and it sort of worked because Zonovan looked fine. But at the same time, you can't sit James Robinson. What you what'd you What are you paying him money for? What do you trade draft picks for? Anyway.
1: Still, he's not making much. I mean, he was undrafted. so
2: That is true. Uh, into the wide receivers, Mickey Blanco did make Elijah Moore relevant again, which is interesting. Uh, and any truther that has held on to him, good for you. I think you can start him in the flex here. Uh, Minnesota has been giving up an average of 38 total points to wide receivers this year, and I don't see why that wouldn't spill over to Elijah Moore again. Um, so Garrett Wilson is an obvious start, and you are happy to see him fully unmocked. Uh, but he is another awesome possum play of the week and probably will be until Mickey Blanco isn't leading the team. So fire up your man. Uh, Minnesota, uh, it's simple. It's Jefferson. He's the best wide receiver in the league. And old man Thielen is startable in a pinch, but I think it'd be best to leave him on the bench for this one. Uh, Sauce will be on Jefferson, but DJ Reed has been playing some pretty decent coverage as well. So don't feel like Thielen's the best play this week, but you could if you need to.
1: This one's tough. <laughs> tough.
0: <laughs> it's Blanco all day, baby. I would
1: love... Honestly,
2: I've I actually been actively rooting against the Jets all season until Mickey Blanco is starting, and now I just want to see him win.
0: Exactly. The GOAT belongs as the start of this team. I hope they ship Zach Wilson off.
2: The thing about this is if Sauce can shut down Jefferson, which I... Which I'm, he I'm, cannot.
0: He would win win rookie of the year this week if he shuts down Justin Jefferson. I'm just saying, if
2: he did, they win this game. Like all he has to do is keep Jefferson to like 80 yards, and they win this game. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going Jets because Minnesota's defense has been trash. It's going to be probably be a shootout, and it's probably going to come down to some last fourth quarter play where they go for the two point conversion instead of the extra point or something. But I like the Jets to win this.
1: I like the Jets. Go Jets! Let's go Blanco.
2: All right, well, let's get into the next game, and that's getting a lot less exciting. Uh, so it's, much less. It's uh, the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Dallas at AT and T. This is our Sunday night football game. Um, I don't know why we keep putting the Colts in prime time. I don't know what they
0: were expecting, but this isn't it. Um, Billy, go ahead. Uh, All right, Dak Prescott, Dalton Schultz, obvious starts. Don't need to really talk about them as much. Now, things get interesting when we get to the Colt side of things. So Matt Ryan, he's kind of a zombie because sometimes he comes out to play and you're like, oh, Matt Ryan doesn't look bad. And then sometimes you're like, oh, he is dead. That is a dead quarterback out there. Um, I think this week we might get the deader version of him because I think Michael Parsons is going to be living in that backfield a little bit. Um, but as far as the tight ends go, I wish they would pick one and stick with it, but it's not real. I mean, I think it's Jelani Woods. And if you are a big Jelani Woods truther, if you picked him in Dynasty and you're like, man, he's my guy, go ahead and throw him out there. But like, as a redraft purposes, I don't think any of them are usable for those circumstances.
2: Jelani Woods actually had a really good week last week, and I, I love seeing him.
0: It's just a wish it was consistent, you know? He also
2: has been injured the last couple games, so maybe this is yeah.
0: the actual truth. I don't know. Hope so. I hope so. I really do. I couldn't risk playing him in this game,
1: though. Nope. Sure not. With, especially with not the at this playoffs stage. coming. <clears throat> not at this stage in the game. But yeah, I mean, he had two touchdowns earlier in the year. He had a multi-touchdown game, and he just had a massive game last week so could be the real deal
0: again if you believe in them throw them out there if you don't maybe go a different direction
1: do it in daily like a 25 cent tournament throw them in there might be actually daily could be fun daily could be real fun um you're starting jonathan taylor uh dallas is a top five rush defense we're starting him he's a mid-level rb1 this week and uh zeke and pollard are both usable colts front has been very hit or miss lately They just allowed 131 yards to the Steelers back, but overall have been a tough matchup. So we'll see what happens there. Pollard got more run than Zeke on Thanksgiving, but Zeke looked way better than Pollard. So Zeke is a hard to trust RB2 and Pollard is a high-end RB2. Um, They
2: always talk about Zeke feed me. It was Thanksgiving. It just, it just fit.
1: It did fit well. It did fit quite well.
2: Yeah. Um, as for the wide receivers, it's super easy. Uh, it's Pittman and lamb for the start and literally no one else. Um, we all hoped Gallup would have a resurgence after uh, the injury and coming back this season, but there's a reason that the Cowboys are vetting Odell so much. So he has not looked great ever since. And I, I understand there's an experiment with all the other indie wide receivers. We're t- we, we had Alec Pierce for three weeks, and then we had the other guy for a couple weeks. It's literally Pittman. And I understand, Jordan, you don't like Pittman, but you're wrong.
0: <laughs>
2: He's looking good with Matt Ryan at quarterback. I
1: mean, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Now, what happened to Paris Campbell last week? That was, it's not because it, he's just—he's just, he's just okay. okay.
0: Not great, Bob. That's what happened. Um, Dallas. Yeah,
1: we can go ahead and skip Yeah, that. I'm not gonna argue with you guys on that one. You got—you can just take that one.
0: Yep. Okay. Moving on to Jacksonville versus Detroit at Ford Field. Um, our awesome possum quarterback of the week is Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Four, the jacksonville jaguars the detroit lions are the worst team in the league against quarterbacks it's kind of just makes sense at this point uh with etienne possibly not being 100 for this game it possibly means they're going to throw more it seems like he's you know i don't want to step on everybody else's it seems like he's finally uh trevor Lawrence is finally liking his weapons and using them appropriately so i'm excited to see that uh, evan ingram is good to pinch in this game wouldn't particularly call him a auto start but if you're needing them not bad. Um, On the other side of things Detroit, uh, Goff is not great but he has been usable the last couple weeks. Jamal Williams uh, slurping up all the touchdowns kind of killed his value but at the same time he has been getting consistent yards through the air and then don't start a tight end for the Detroit Lions. No, don't do it.
1: He's not Brock, right? Nope. So no, good. That would be wrong. The problem is, once you, get to, wrong.
0: once you get to Brock Wright to the end zone, they don't use him. They, they throw no. it to somebody else, so that's what sucks.
1: So they just give it to Jamal Williams.
0: Or they give it to yeah. Jamal Williams. Are we going to yeah. say
1: – oh, never mind. Sorry. We'll get there. Speaking it's... of Jamal Williams, um, Swift is starting to look healthier. Jamal Williams is leading the NFL in touchdowns. Um, I'm comfortable starting both of them as completely boomer bust options against the middle of the pack Jaguars run defense. Um, and also, don't look now. The Lions have actually been fairly good against running backs as of late. They still aren't a great defense, which should lead to a great game script for Travis Etienne. He was cleared to come back last week, but held out as a precaution. Hasty could get some major run in the passing game in this one, though. And I do think we're going to start seeing Hasty come on more and more as the season progresses here because of what he did last week, and Etienne can't shoulder that much work. So keep an eye on Hasty. Hasty. I wish he had a shoulder
2: injury so he could have shouldered. That would be a good pun.
1: Um, (laughs) Anyway,
2: uh, after Kirk's disappointing performance, sorry, Billy, uh, this should be a good one for the wide receiver one. Um, It is pretty much the worst defense that you could have pass-wise. Zay Jones, the star of Week 12, is nursing a chest injury and should play, but Kirk gets back to his old ways and breaks a big one against Detroit. As for the Jones brothers, Zay is a flex start if you'd like. And Marvin is a sit. Unfortunately, he has not been the same this year. Um, And then for Detroit, Amon Ra had a great game on Thanksgiving and should keep it going this week, all thanks to Chark, who is finally back and some coverages had to change. Uh, I actually think Chark's a flex play in this as well. Um, They're going to have to throw the ball. And unfortunately, we will not see James Jameson Williams, which is a damn shame. Week 13, and he's not coming back. At this point, they're probably shutting him down for the season, I would imagine, unless they just want to see him. I
0: think they said they were excited for him to come in here. Not this week, but coming up. Yeah, they said it was
2: a tall order to play this week. And it's like, dude, just what is going on? I understand that it happened in January, but, man, we are in almost January at this point. So I'd love to just see Jameson Williams on the field one day.
0: I think we might see it this year. Don't know when. Don't think it'll be. And it definitely won't be this week, but it might be, you know, might be happening pretty soon. Uh, Detroit. Oh, winning this game. Yep.
2: Joe, you got? I can't hear you. Are you muted? He's, He's muted. muted. You're, you're muted. Your mouth's <laughs>
0: muted. Sorry, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I have a listener.
2: I have a listener. She listens a lot. Uh, I actually, I got Jacksonville, obviously, here. I don't know what Billy's doing here. I'd like I have a
0: bet I have a bet on Detroit making the playoffs so I need them to win uh, as many games as possible to get there.
2: I would like to see Detroit win but man they just lose in great fashion it's every week as so. selfish
0: as you could possibly think my, all right my, my I actually business. like Detroit this week
2: I mean they can beat Jacksonville don't get me wrong they should have oh, beaten sure. Buffalo last week so
0: uh, it's also true wait Buffalo yeah that was right mm-hmm. oh, should won
2: Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Anyway, okay. into another revenge game. Billy, kick us off here.
0: What do we got? Ah, man, this is a tough one to talk about because on one hand, you have Houston, which there is not a usable person quarterback tight end uh, for this exercise In on that. I'm not even going to, you know, it's Brandon Allen. No, uh, you know, please don't, don't. Don't try it. It's too late in the season to be trying funky stuff like that, unless you're out. That would be the only reason. Uh, Cleveland, though, you got Watson, you got Njoku. We don't exactly know what this is about to look like. Watson has not played in two years, so maybe he comes back and is a little tentative the first game, or maybe he comes back and lights it on fire. Houston has been pretty good this season against quarterbacks. So, weirdly, it's a horrible team, but they've been pretty decent on defense. So, I mean, I guess maybe I would temper expectations a little bit. But, honestly, if you've had him for this long or you went and picked him up, you probably need him to play. So, you're probably going to have to start him if you have him.
1: They always return to the scene of the crime. Everywhere I have Watson, actually. I am like, not
0: saying a word, Joe. You can, you can go down this road.
1: Uh, I
2: We're, we're going to skip that. Uh, I actually have Watson in every <laughs> league that I have him in, I have like a way better quarterback. It's so funny. Like I just picked him up just on a whim. I was like, "Yeah, week like 10. I was like, "Nobody's gonna pick him up." Sure, I'll be that guy. I benched Carr's ass immediately for Deshaun Watson. So I'm a little worried. worried if they weren't playing Houston, I'd be super worried. But like, I'm still a little worried that like the rust is gonna show. And you know, I mean, it's probably been a while since Houston he's been us, has yeah, a decent a defense.
0: Like they're, they're a decent defense. It's not like it's not gonna be an easy game by any means.
2: I just think he's going to be a little stiff out there. You know what I mean? He hasn't um, seen a masseuse in a while, so. Careful.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: What about the running backs, Joe?
1: Oh, well, uh, Nick Chubb's going to be all oiled up for this one. He is an auto start, and he has an absolutely phenomenal matchup, making him an awesome possum play of the week for me. And uh, Kareem Hunt has been effectively taken out of any meaningful role, so do not start him at all. And uh, for Houston, what is happening, Damian? Where did you go, Damian? Please come back, Damian. Uh, this is a good get-right game for Pierce. Cleveland is absolutely horrible against the run, and the Texans' offense is the only thing that can hold him back, which is a huge problem. So, I like Pierce. I RB three, high-end RB three right now. I don't, I don't know. I
0: wish we could bring up the video from like three weeks ago. Remember when I pitched this out there as like maybe they're going to not not shut him down, not going to get him out with an injury, but they're going to pull back that workload because they know that they're going to try to tank out the rest of the season.
2: Go pull I it up then, man.
0: Think this? Well, yeah, that's going to take a minute, and we can't do it yet. But I think that this is kind of exactly what's happening. I think they are just pulling him back, reeling him back in. Dude, back when
2: in. Agamboale got that touchdown, that pissed me off so much. Oh like just, yeah, that
0: hurt. That I'm hurt just like, Come
2: on, man. That was a pierce touchdown if I ever seen one. Anyway, wide receivers. Uh fire of Amari and Devo- Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh Watson should be looking to show off his arm. Uh, and they should both be big hits this week. And don't be surprised if there's no chemistry here. There's probably going to be some misthrows. throws. I think this actually keeps the Texans in the game. Uh, but it is the Texans, so you're starting on both. Uh that which makes Cooks and Collins kind of decent flex flex starts here. I get the quarterback situation isn't great, but it's hard to bank your season on a Texan. So I get it if you want to sit them, but I think they're both like worthy of flex consideration at this point, because I think this is going to be a close game. I think Texans are going to want to show that they can perform against a guy who uh, did things in their city and they don't appreciate it. So, um i think there's gonna be i had better jokes but i, I cut them out because we already did them uh so that's why i'm stumbling a little bit here i'm gonna end
0: on mine but go for it.
2: uh but yeah uh so anyway i just feel like cooks especially if you don't want to put collins in i get it that's more of like a deeper dynasty league but cooks i think can be a start here because i think that cooks is going to be like hey look i'm better off without you even though he's not
0: absolutely all right for the game predictions the last time Deshaun Watson was in Houston with a chub. It resulted in the lawsuit, but this time it results in the W. Cleveland Browns are going to win this football game.
1: <laughs> Somehow it's was the best one. I love it. Cleveland he's, with the happy ending.
0: He's like calm.
2: <laughs> Alright, on to the next game. Sorry, uh, to the please next do game. not sue us. Uh, <laughs> yep. New Orleans visits Tampa Bay to, for some reason, to, determine who's number one in the division. It makes no oh, fucking sense, look. but here we are. So let's go, Bill. Who's the quarterback? Um,
0: yeah, how fun to talk about this one. So Tampa Bay, Tom Brady is startable, but I don't love it. Um, Andy Dalton, please no. No more Andy Dalton for me. I'm, I'm done. If Jameis Winston was starting in this game, I'd say fire him up. Andy Dalton, not so much. However, I would say Jawan Johnson is a start. And the tight end spot for New Orleans, I do like him. And then on the tight end side for Tampa Bay, Otten has been getting better, but then like Brate's been out there a little bit. I I just, I wish they would commit to using only Otten. And I think if it was just Otten, it would be startable, but I just, the mix is too much for me.
2: It's fair. Brate really did steal his Otten show.
1: It really hurt. I like Otten. You think that'll ever turn into anything dynasty wise?
0: Maybe eventually.
1: I really want to float some trades for him, but deadline this offseason, so I have think
0: because I think if they let Bray walk, then I think it's the Otten show. So, yeah,
1: he looks great. Um, in the future, yeah, for sure,
0: yeah, for sure. Future.
1: So, uh, we got some really tough rush, rushing matchups here. Uh, Kamara is disappointing managers left and right, and the matchup does not provide any hope that that will change. But I still think you have to start him. And uh, Fournette practiced all week last week before ultimately being ruled out. They play Monday night, so it is absolutely imperative that you have a contingency plan in place. If you are planning on starting Fournette, Um, there's no real update at this time for him. If you have Rashad White, you're probably using him as a flex, uh, but temper expectations. Obviously, if Fournette misses, Rashad White gets a huge bump, but it is still the Saints defense, so be careful with that one. It's Monday night, so please be careful with this.
2: One hundred percent. And this is why I'm going to tell you wide receiver wise. There's for sure deals and there's the rest of them. Uh, So do you guys remember back in the day when New Orleans had all these wide receivers, like when Michael Thomas was injured and it was like, do we play this guy? Do we put Traquan Smith in? Do we put this other guy in and like this other guy and this other guy and this other guy? No, you don't. Mm -hmm. It's it's Alave, and there's no one else. Just don't even think about it. I love Landry to death. It's just not been his year. Um, Hopefully one day Winston starts again and we'll see what happens. Um, and this also kind of goes for who's going to win the game. Although, you know, it was the Godwin show last week. Thank God (laughs) when, um, Evans is going to get his against the Swiss cheese secondary. Uh, Julio has never been a thing. So just stop that, please. If you're waiting on Monday night for Julio Jones, you're just going to be disappointed.
0: Hey, he looked crispy on that, uh, end around. I don't know. I was so shocked
2: to see that.
0: I don't know who drew that up for him, but he, he looked like he, he ran was, like a whole like
2: eleven yards. yards. It was pretty rough. He, he, pretty...
0: he looked like a, a young man out there he's, doing that. He's not. He's old. He's it's not. done. He's, he is. Uh, Tampa.
2: Yeah, that's God went. Uh, all
0: right. Huh? On to the sad Seattle versus Rams game. Um at SoFi What's Stadium. sad about this? Um, because it's gonna be mostly Seattle fans there. because um, the Rams suck, so they're probably just this one's going to be the three o'clock game that you don't need to pay attention to, and if you're watching Red Zone, will will barely pop up on the screen. I'm going to imagine, unless it's Kenneth Walker. Uh, but the the quarterbacks wise, Bryce Perkins he ain't it. I'm sorry he he was. Not we got Wolford back. Uh, yeah, we might need Wolford back. I, I know they're trying to see what they got in Perkins while you know the, this team tries to figure out who's going to be on the roster next year. But no thanks. Um, Higby though is usable. Um, I don't love it, but he's still out there and he is really the only target for Bryce Perkins that he can probably trust. Van Jefferson did come through last week, but I think Higby might have a week one of these weeks. And then Seattle-wise, you start DK, you start... Why did I say that? That's a wide receiver. You're starting DK.
1: You're you're starting
0: (laughs) Geno. You're starting Geno and you're not starting a tight end.
1: Fair enough. Hey, you know how Darnell Mooney's hurt? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, now it's KW3 to the effing moon, baby. Aaron Donald is out and could be shut down for the rest of the season. Bobby Wagner is one of the best in the game at Stockton the run, but he looks slow right now. And Walker looks really, really fast. He is RB6 for me on the week. I love me some Kenneth Walker in this one. And Kyron Williams is the lead back. And the Seahawks top anybody. I love this dude as a tourney play in DFS. I view him as an RB2 this week, and he is an awesome, possum awesome play of the week for me. Mr. Kyron Williams, get him in your lineups. Let's go. like it. Um, well, as Billy already said, you're going
2: to play DK. So it's cool. <laughs> DK Metcalf, he's spoiler for you. I wish he was a tight end. I know, right? He should be a tight <laughs> end. He looks like one uh lock it for sure also starts they're both must starts here uh and you already know this so it doesn't really matter you didn't spoil anything that's literally what i had written down uh as for the rams van jefferson is the only one left and honestly i don't love it but he's a start his targets have gone up each week by default and if the rams want to look respectable at least i mean they don't have a draft fix they're not fighting for anything at this point they gotta at least play They have to at least try to score points. So Van Jefferson is an unfortunate. He's gonna be one of those guys that like wins people championships because he's the only one out there.
1: It's a war of attrition. Hopefully, you grabbed
2: Van Jefferson somewhere.
1: Yeah, I did for sure. Lots of places. Seattle. I already wrote down Seattle. So
2: I actually have the Rams winning this one. Whoa! No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wrote down Seattle on our list. I will clip that bite, though, like, right at the end, though, like, if they do win, and then send it it out.
0: All right, Joe.
1: Who's playing next? I don't want to talk about this game.
0: (laughs) I want you to talk about it, though.
1: (laughs) So, uh, the storied rivalry of the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears (laughs) are happening in Chicago at Soldier Field, Sunday at noon. And, guys, I don't know. I just don't want to watch this game. Um, well... Yeah. I might um, need Xanax or Zoloft after this or some shit. So it's Trevor
0: Simeon against maybe Jordan Love, which is just... I think Aaron Rodgers says he's going to play, to be fair. He does, but he's also discussed maybe shutting it down for the season. So we'll know between now and then. Hopefully he's starting. If he's starting, this game gets a lot more interesting. How are they going to shut down
2: for the season? They're the... Fucking division. It, no, they're not. Never mind. They're fucked.
0: What are you talking about? They're like in the bottom eight, I think.
2: Yeah, you're pretty you're right. I forgot about that.
0: No, he's just talked about. He hasn't said he's going to. But if he's playing, obviously that means a lot better for for the rest of this team. But if Aaron Rodgers plays, obviously you're starting him. Robert Tunyon is a start. If Jordan Love starts, I'm actually kind of interested to see what he is. I don't necessarily think he's gonna be great, but he didn't look bad against the Eagles. I think the Eagles are prepared for it, so that doesn't They were not prepared.
2: We had won the game. All right, anyway.
0: Well, no, but I'm saying like, you know how sometimes when you're preparing for one thing the entire week and then they put in a different player, like you're not ready for that. So I think that's kind of what the Eagles happened on the weird Christian Watson play, which also was stupid. So it's like, "Mm, whatever. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers starts, you're starting him. Jordan Love starts, I think you're starting him. Robert Tundon is a start. Uh, Trevor Simeon, back to the bench, my friend. And then Cole Komet interesting think he might actually be usable
2: yeah i think i think comet's a start
1: hmm.
2: Uh, but back to back to the whole uh christian watson thing because i can't just let that go oh, or jo- no. jordan love thing it wasn't that jordan love was good it's that they, we were playing fucking deep coverages and then christian watson had a broken play that was the only thing jordan love it's did that that Christian looked, okay. Watson is a
1: fucking stud okay okay, okay. jordan
0: yeah. love torch the eagles
1: all right cool whatever guys Great talk. So I I just typed in an Aaron Rodgers injury update thing, and an hour ago, NBC Sports released a thing that Deshaun Kaiser told uh, told them that Aaron Rodgers talked him into not believing in 9-11 and other. <laughs> I did
2: see that earlier, actually.
1: That is yeah. Like, that Reptile is people, inner earth, moon landings. Man. Man. Rodgers, Wonder why uh, Deshaun Kaiser didn't work out. And he can learn an offense. That a, yeah. That's a man right there. That's wild. I just read up. That's kind of fun to me. I'm gonna read more about that <laughs> later. Um, so Green Bay just got gashed by Philly uh, with the run there. Uh but in this one, they're gonna be able to stack the box a little harder against the Bears. Start Monty based on volume. If he falls in the end zone in this one, it is a bonus. Also, pick up Justin Hollins in IDP circles. Just saying. He slotted right in there and looked really freaking good last week. Um, and uh, the Packers also remember that A.J. Dillon has quads the size of Texas last week. And uh, they're going to need to rely on Jones and Dillon with Rodgers being hobbled or not playing. So the Bears aren't stopping anyone. You're starting Jones. And I'm really weary on trusting Dillon, but I think you have to in this matchup. Start him. He's, I would put him in an RB3, RB4 if you have better options. Start him, but I do think Dillon could have a good game in this one
2: um as for the wide receivers uh cole komet is just oh right tight end uh no. mock up no no um clay claypool he's a- he's a wide receiver nope he's also a sit uh all chicago wide receivers are sits at this point until moon man comes back at this point and we miss you get better <clears throat> soon um but let's get into the most controversial wide receiver as we discussed christian watson the guy who had three catches for 30 yards in Eagle the middle killer. of the fourth quarter. Uh, and they got a trash time touchdown. I'm tired of telling you all, or you guys telling me, that he's good. But Billy tells you to start him. So let's listen to Billy. And when you get eliminated from the playoffs, <laughs> do not come crawling back to me. Lazard is a start if he plays the actual number one wide receiver on the team. Uh, but other than that, uh, that's true.
1: Green Green Bay wins this game.
0: Green Bay wins behind Eagle Killer.
1: Christian Watson. Josh, I'm going to try your your thing. I'm going to say Green Bay wins too. Yeah. I don't think it works this time. You don't have (laughs) a team. Is Fields. No, I want us to lose. I actually should say the Bears. Is Fields going to play? No.
0: You should do a reverse, reverse jinx and just say
1: (laughs) the Bears, Joe. Fuck it. It's (laughs) a fucking field goal. (laughs) It's a field goal at this
2: point. All right. Anyway, (laughs) into the next one. Denver. At Baltimore. Super exciting game. Should be filled with defense and terrible offense.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of low-key hate this game. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson's not starting. Please do not try and do that. At should this never have done that. Uh, yeah, should have never done it. Shouldn't do it now. Greg Dolchich, unfortunately, is a sit because this – Freaking offense sucks. I don't know what He should be featured in it you know, like he was for the first couple weeks that he came in. It was amazing to watch his flowing locks run down the sideline. It was amazing. And suddenly they can't Crawls seem to man. figure it out with him. So that's Pretty frustrating. Sure. Uh, Baltimore-wise, Mark Andrews is obviously an auto start. Um, as far as Lamar Jackson goes, it's we're going to have to start eventually saying maybe not to, Like he's a situationally good quarterback um this one i would say not good but you probably have to have him as your starter because you probably don't have a better option but i think going into next season we're gonna have to start talking about him being good against some teams and then some teams when he's getting in you know maybe not putting him out there just saying
1: I like it so you guys think jk Dobbins plays this week <clears throat>
2: uh no probably not it's it's probably next week i would imagine he was
1: activated he returned to practice yeah but
2: everyone gets activated and then they don't play for another week jordan davis got activated he's not going to play till next week probably
1: yeah i I feel the same i don't think dobbins is going to play so i do think gus is usable he is getting the bulk of the work um denver is really solid defensively so no real confidence in that one uh use him if you got him i guess if you have to but this is really bottom-of-the-barrel shit here in this game. <laughs> it really um, is. Latavius Murray is a decent start. Uh, he did pretty good last week. And uh, Mike Boone is a name to keep an eye on. He should return this week and step right into a decent role. He's averaging 5.5 carries, 5.5 yards per carry on the year. So I like I like Stash and Mike Boone here, especially for the playoffs, because everyone else on that team is hurt, and Lat Murray is nothing special.
2: Oh, 100%. Um. Yeah, until Judy comes back, you're going to start Sutton. Uh, he scored 13 points in three straight games with no Judy. It's not sexy, but it happens and it works. Um, definitely flex play. I feel like he could do better, but at the same time, you just take your 13 and shut up. Uh, if Judy does come back, I think both of them sit. I just, it doesn't work. Rust doesn't work. It's it's The Broncos are just bad. Tim Patrick was the glue on that team, man. Nah, For real. I don't know what happened there, but it's all gone. And then you said all the Ravens wide receivers. This is actually really sad for wide receivers. Uh, the Broncos defense is actually damn near the best in the league somehow. And the Ravens wide receivers, believe it or not, are damn near the worst in the league. Weird. Yeah.
0: It's a sad game. Um,
2: honestly, anyone could win this game, but like, I'm going to pick Baltimore just because Denver knows how to lose.
0: Man. I guess I'm going to go Baltimore, but I... I don't
2: know. Sure. Who cares? They both they both don't win the Super Bowl. Uh, it's a tie.
0: <laughs>
2: into right. the game that okay. should have been way higher. No, no, no. I want to. I want to. I want to hate on whoever put Washington and New York Giants so low. Uh, this is be. a division game. I playing, hate your whole division. Playing for uh, seed number five in the uh, or I guess number six. Seed number six in the NFC playoffs. Yeah, Washington at the New York Giants. Sorry, didn't make the playoffs. Are you show. excited about it, though? I am, actually. I, I... All right.
0: As exciting as this game is on actual football fields, for fantasy, I'm not starting either quarterback, and I'm not starting either of the tight ends.
2: I guess for fantasy,
0: in reality, yeah, it's
2: pretty sad. Because
0: you know. these defenses right, so are solid, and both these quarterbacks are average. And if you are starting one of these two guys – you're not fighting like you have to be on your deathbed. Fighting I have to for start Heineke, spot.
2: bro. And I'm.
0: I know exactly. You have to be on your like deathbed trying to figure out how to get into the playoffs. Like that's the only reason this would work.
1: The most exciting thing about this game is the running backs. Um, obviously Saquon is the start. Most teams are absolutely avoiding the run against the Commanders, but that's all the Giants have. So they just allowed plenty of running room to the Falcons. So Saquon should be just fine in this one. And uh, Brian Robinson is operating as the RB1, and he should be started. It's He's averaging – he averaged 5.8 yards per carry against the Falcons, and the Giants aren't much better against the run there. They give up yardage. They don't give up a whole lot of touchdowns. Uh, Gibson can be used in a spot start, but this should be a low-scoring game, and his services through the air probably are not going to be needed. Yep.
2: Yeah. Um, wide receiver wise, McLaurin has had a couple down games, but do not worry about that. This is a division game, and it will likely come down to the wire. And McLaurin for 20. Book it. Fireball, bet me if you want. Uh, wide receiver wise, Slayton is a real wide receiver because there are no others and should be started weekly at this point. And I do not buy the Richie James hype. He's also dealing with a knee injury, which will likely bleed into this week. So it's McLaurin and your boy Slayton,
1: and that's it. Curtis I got to start Richie James or MBS in the league.
2: I would put MVS in. Just go ahead and do that.
1: Uh, I just I'd rather just bench them both. Just
2: bench them both, man. Just don't even, Just you know, you got the zero. Uh, no, actually, um, Curtis Samuel just, I don't know what happened, but like the first 12 games, phenomenal, just fell off the cliff. So, and then Dotson and Deami Brown haven't done anything since Heineke's been there. So, uh, I got Washington winning this game.
0: Washington. They're on a
2: they're on a streak right now, and the Giants are on the downward trend. So I had the Giants, but we'll go Washington. No worries. Uh, last game of the slate. What do we got?
0: Pittsburgh versus Atlanta. Um, we're at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Don't think we're going to be flashing this one on the uh, red zone ticker very much, but I'm not going to start either quarterback, and I'm not going to start either tight end. And I would like to just announce that I am sad that we don't get to see Kyle Pitts break out this season. I officially put him on IR. Um, I think we can all agree that these last five games were going to explode for Kyle Pitts. And I think he was going to end up being a tight end, maybe four or five on the season. You're
2: doing this on
1: purpose. We don't get get to see it. What What do you want me to do? never a good. I just want to see him with Ritter, man. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Why is Ritter not playing at this point? Because
0: they're making a playoff push. That's Barely. Freaking Arthur Dumbass Smith said. Because they're making a playoff push, Josh. That's why They're, they're making to a playoff push in the
2: worst. This is the NFC East of this year.
0: They're playing literally the worst quarterback in the league right now. And they're making ah, a playoff push. They can't switch. Like, unbelievable.
2: Who's starting for Houston? That's the worst one. Kyle Allen. Yeah, okay. Um, I, Brandon, I thought it was Kyle uh, Allen. I just didn't want to sound dumb. because Kyle I don't Allen, care.
0: Brandon Allen. They're all...
2: One of the Allens. No. Yeah. Allen anyways, brothers.
0: no quarterback for this game, and Patty Fryermuth is still usable on the tight end situation. If Ooh, you, yeah, you know, you know, we we like Patty around here. But other than that, no. And Arthur Smith, please put Desmond Ritter in the game, please, please. I mean, just, you have a chance please. to
2: destroy and actually make a playoff push with the hype of Ritter going in, and like you know, nope, not doing it.
0: They're going to lose this game. I guarantee you Pittsburgh's going to win this game because Arthur Smith is an idiot.
1: Wow, we're not into that part yet, but okay. Sorry. Arthur Smith is an idiot, but he does get CP Flash, and he's an RB2. Should be very busy through the air in this one, so start start Patterson. Um, no you no news on Najee. Uh, we're really hoping that thing is minor, is abdominal injury, which apparently it is minor. He has an absolutely glorious matchup this week, and he was starting to come on recently. So if he misses, that sucks. But if he does, Warren should get the start, and he gets a good matchup. So start Warren if Najee is out. Start Najee if uh, he's playing. And then uh, it, Warren's also coming off the injury, though. So Snell and McFarland should probably split like we saw last week. Um, so just monitor this one. I don't really know at this point.
2: Yeah. Um, into Atlanta wide receivers, uh, no, just absolutely not. I will not talk about them. Just sit them all. If you have an Atlanta wide receiver on your team, just don't even think about it. Don't even put them in DraftKings. Don't put them in anything. You're Honestly, like, hey, this, is
0: just, this is the usual time of year when you're like, do I play Olamide Zacchaeus? It's been like the last three seasons nope. where we get to about week 13 and it's like, do I play Olamide Zacchaeus?
2: Can't pronounce it. Not playing him. Um, done. This has nothing to do with his name. It's just Atlanta. <laughs> okay, boomer. On, on the right. other side. Yeah, that was very boomer. On the other <laughs> side, picking some Pickett is a real connection. Uh, and for some reason, when Pickett throws the ball to Pickens, it's in the perfect spot over the over the defender's hands, right on the sideline. I said this in the last podcast. Uh, I'm hoping Tomlins sees, sees this and actually starts playing him. Uh, it should be a good spot to try out a few more pass plays against Atlanta's uh, defense, especially with the running backs banged up. Every other wide receiver in this game is a sit, but Pickens is an awesome possum awesome play, and you're firing him up everywhere. And I forgot to tell you, you're also firing up McLaurin as your last awesome possum play in the last game so yeah pittsburgh wins for some reason
0: pittsburgh wins because martin arthur smith is an idiot yeah that's fair
1: um hey we did this under an hour if we quit in five seconds okay i'm gonna read our awesome possum thing and oh i missed it ah damn it (laughs) Lily! i got a really big surprise for you okay oh thank you i appreciate that i've been tinkering a little bit with our awesome possum lineup yeah and uh i got joe burrow Mm-hmm. Oh whoa okay. We got Burrow in there. Chubb, Kyron Williams, AJ Brown, George Pickens, Garrett Wilson, Foster Moreau, George Kittle, and the Packers defense.
0: I love it. Wait, who would you that... switch on my end? That's close. No, I just
1: took McLaurin out. He took McLaurin
0: out and put George Kittle in.
2: So you got Kittle and Moreau.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Double tight end action.
2: I liked. I was actually. I talked about that before the pod. Nobody wanted we'll, to do it.
0: We like a. Couple of tight ends around these parts. I and actually I like, do uh, like I, Kittle.
2: I like Kittle yeah, a lot this week in that game. Remember when we were talking too. about good me games? Too. It was a long time ago. I do. It's hard I do. to <laughs> talk about good games, but anyway, <laughs> anyone want to wrap us up here? Talk about anything? Last minute thoughts?
0: Yeah. So this, I mean, effectively, we've got probably you know we're probably going to go through the next three weeks because that's probably. You know, next week's probably your last week of your regular seasons. Maybe get one more week, Um, and then we'll get you into week seventeen or week sixteen. And we might do a desperate quick pod for week seventeen for those who do championships on week seventeen. If you do, you need to talk to your commissioner. You need to talk them out of doing that. It's just never good. Never good fantasy football uh, week seventeen. It's more of a fun daily time. So we will take you through the end of that season, and then we're gonna we're going to uh, convert back into one podcast a week. Just I want everybody out there to be prepared for that because once the games end, obviously we don't do previews anymore. But we will transfer into dynasty content and kind of end of the season wrap up.
2: And we will talk about daily and maybe some underdog drafts for you know your uh, your drafts for daily kind of fantasy content but it will be one pod
0: i do i just want to like you know i know the audience is going to start saying well i'm out in fantasy football like why should i care we're going to be covering the draft this off season we're going to be doing uh you know getting you ready for dynasty leagues if you've never been in a dynasty league we're probably going to do a show where we actually talk about how to get started in one of those like how the draft strategy goes how to start one if you want to get you and your friends together uh, to actually do one. Um, we can make it and make it as easy as you need it to be. Um, we are going to be covering all of that in this off season. So if you just, because the season's over does not mean the content ends and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't keep listening because we're going to still be here talking football. We know you're going to miss football this off season. We certainly do. And this podcast will not stop once the season's over. Let's go. That's all I got. Thank That's you for it. tuning in. Good night.